We're back for another another episode. One yeah. more. Last episode of 2020. Wow. It's been quite a year yeah. since we started in our, our pod in Cannon Beach, what, February 2020? Yeah, that was that yeah. was this year. <laughs> I know. It feels like forever ago, honestly. You know, we started this podcast under one set of circumstances. Yeah. <laughs> and here we are now. Yeah. In a totally different set of circumstances. Yeah, I wouldn't have expected our sacred space conversations to land where they did um, this year because I didn't expect the turn of events that we had. No, no. So as we as we go out, though, out of 2020, are you wanting to kind of, what are you wanting to do, recap or look forward? I think it'd be better to look forward. Yeah. Is kind of what I'm thinking. What do yeah, you think? Yeah, because I feel like I've talked about 2020 enough. <laughs> yeah, I. <laughs> other than other than maybe some things that I've learned from it. Yeah. You know, takeaways that I wanted. Um, but can we like get to those and looking forward? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> because I, of 2020, this is what I look for. Like that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this is a conversation that I have with my clients recently. Has been, what do you? What do you want to leave behind? And yeah. What do you want to take with you? Yeah. And I think there's some things from 2020 that I do want to take with me. Yeah. Definitely some things to leave behind. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a conversation that uh, deserves a, a good drink. Yeah. So I let's. So. Uh, so we have something fun again. We did this a while back where we uh, we found these pre-mixed cocktails. Yeah. At Costco, like a pack of them. They're called On the Rocks. On the Rocks. Premium cocktails. <laughs> They're premium. <laughs> Not the usual shit that we drink. These are premium. Oh, we drink good stuff. You can't say that. I already know which I one I want. I was making a joke. Hello. Okay. So we have six of them here. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna pick one right. I mean, we're gonna pick them right Is now. Is this a one drink episode or a two drink? Well, episode? we'll see. I don't care how many we do. Okay. Um, but we're gonna we should start with one. <laughs> <laughs> so and I have our uh, preloaded glasses here with our big round artisan ice cubes, so we can yeah. be super official in this. What are you gonna drink? So there's the aviation made with uh, with gin. Okay. There's the Cosmopolitan made with effing vodka. Mm -hmm. There's the Margarita made with Hornitos. There is uh, a jalapeno pineapple margarita ooh, with uh, tres generaciones. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm probably doing, <laughs> I'm probably upsetting someone by throwing my accent in there. <laughs> Uh, and then an old fashioned made with Knob Creek, which I like Knob Creek uh, bourbon. There's a Mai Tai made with cruisin' rum. So what sounds okay. good to you? I have two favorites that stand out to me okay. in this bunch, and I'd like to know what you think I'm going to pick. Um, I think you would pick the uh, the Mai Tai. You are so right. Oh, I'm so good. What was the second one you think I'd pick? The second one I think you would pick would be the Cosmopolitan. Mm -mm. No? No, the one that says pineapple. Oh, I just, it threw me because of, you know, being a margarita. Well, I guess, you know, you're, you know. I, I'm not super crazy about tequila yeah. um, based drinks, but 
when it says pineapple. <laughs> Come on. Well, then why don't you start with that one? No, because we'll... I really want to start with the Mai Tai. Oh, okay. Okay. Start with the Mai Tai. What, do then... you, what, what are you? Let me think. Well, I know that you would love the old the old fashioned because I I just know that is up your alley. Yeah. Um. I'm kind of that the aviation is kind of standing out to me. Yeah. It's kind of a pink gin something. I've never had one of these before. So anyway, that's what we're gonna try. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna put the rest of these did away. Did you over here. get your um, tool out because last time we did this? I don't. You we're not gonna not- need it this time. We're not going to need the tool, nor the amount of swearing that went into the <laughs> last one. So here's just a twist off top. Oh, there we go. There we go. Oh, that was nice. It came off. No problem. <laughs> well, it's because they listened to this podcast. And they fixed it. They heard how fucking irritated <laughs> I was. And they're like, we should change that. We never want to be talked badly about on that podcast again. Okay, so I'm just going to set this on the shelf and line them up and see how many Oh, is that what you're going to do? No. Okay. I don't have any room. There we go. Oh, you got it. That looks good. That okay. looks good. Okay, so hey, cheers. Cheers to the end of 2020. Yeah, soon. Well, <laughs> Today's yeah, technically it's the, the 26th. last episode of the 2020. <laughs> yes, it is. The last mm-hmm. episode of... Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's really I need good. to go to Hawaii. <laughs> They have Mai Tais in a lot of places, you know. I know, but the first time I ever had a Mai Tai was on the airplane to Hawaii. To, yeah, and then to I, Maui the, the second time you went. Yeah, and then after that, I was like, everywhere I could order a Mai Tai, I did. Yeah, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have a special guest with us again today. So <laughs> your mom is here again today. Yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we're going to hear from her. She's made it very clear that that's all that we need to hear from her. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, she's still with us, but, uh, she leaves day after tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Go back to Arizona for a while. So her other home. (laughs) So, um, you know, I, uh, I will honestly miss you. (laughs) Yeah, I will. No, I mean, listen, this, this is a thing. This is a thing that mother-in-laws are supposed to be, you know, the bad thing. I really like my mother-in-law and I'm not afraid to say it. On this, you know, nationally renowned podcast where <laughs> um, everyone can honey, hear me. International. Oh, internationally renowned podcast. <laughs> oh, oh, she likes oh, you back. That's so sweet. That's so sweet. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. So, you know, there was speaking of being at the end of 2020, there's like tons of memes out there right now <laughs> that are talking about. Everybody who's sitting there just watching the clock tick <laughs> and at 12.01 a.m. on January 1st, 2021, expecting the whole world to write itself <laughs> as if as if time is a real thing. You yeah. know? I, I might actually stay awake for this one. <laughs> yeah, but it's going it, to. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Not me. I, I don't want to because it's, it, get your because it's just, I mean, really, it's just going to be another day, you know, know. and we're still going to be in the shit. So, you know, we're in, everything is still continuing on. God, you just make no, 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 no. Here, here's what I'm saying in looking forward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's, this is a. This is a process, I think. This is what I've been thinking about a lot. I've actually been thinking about something here, okay? But it's a it's a process of 
taking all of this that we have learned in this last year, and of course a lifetime, but I think there's been a lot packed into Ooh, this year, of course. Very compressed. And then, and then how do we, how do we put it into action looking forward, right? So there's, there's lots of conversation. I hear this all over the places, even in, in marketing now and, and all that kind of stuff, but not when we get back to normal, but when we get to a new normal. Right. Yeah. And I think that's the I mean, that's a forward looking thing for me is what is the new normal going to look like? And here's the thing that's that is a bit double edged, but I'm choosing to look at it. Hopefully, um, crying out loud, we get to shape this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think it was, it's an interesting thing that you say about an, a new kind of normal because when COVID first hit, everybody was talking back to normal, back to normal. Yeah. And you and I had this conversation. I don't know whether we recorded it or not that guys, this is such a game changer. There is no back to, we will never um, undo this. So what does new normal look like? And if we're not ready right. to readjust and let go, and then we will constantly be fighting with ourselves and our, you know, our world to uh, gravitate towards something in the past. Um, so I like that the language has started to shift to new normal. I think we're in this long enough. People know it's, you know, it's not, it isn't going back. And to be honest with you, there's some stuff that I'm really glad we're not going back to. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's things we miss, but um, I think the ability to kind of clean the slate a little bit and reinvent, redesign, reignite, you know. Yeah, for sure. It does come at a loss for, I think there's a lot of people who have lost during this time Um obviously lost lives that is a big one um so their families and and um, communities have changed but people have also lost businesses and those mm -hmm. businesses have had to shut down um other businesses have emerged um were never there before and now exist so uh, i i don't know it's gonna be really interesting uh forward yeah i keep i keep thinking of like a a judo analogy you know the martial art you know that like the whole premise of judo is that when your opponent comes at you with a certain force it's taking that force taking their force and gonna using it against them mm -hmm. you know to flip them or to put them on the ground or to you know whatever else it might be right but it's all about it's not about exerting your own force. It's about you using the momentum and the force of your opponent. And I, hmm. I think about that a lot in, in a lot of different life situations. It's kind of an interesting, you know, thing to think about to applying across the board, but really in this, how will we, um, how will we, how will we respond? You know, mm -hmm. um, you know, to, to the changes, to the difficulties, to the, you know, the trauma, all that kind of stuff. Do we just take our licks, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> do we take our punches, turn the other cheek, <laughs> you know, do we, um, do we, loaded. you know, put up our dukes and, and block, 
you know, do we expend lots of energy striking back, you know, that kind of thing? Or do we learn like this, this graceful kind of way of using our opponent's momentum, their, their energy, uh, designed to take us out, right? Designed to, to do harm, to take that and, and to use it against Mm -hmm. them. And, and so, you know, um, of course there's all kinds of ways that any analogy breaks down, you know, um, but you know, what are we, how are we going to learn? How are we going to pivot? How Mm -hmm. are we going to spin? How are we going to move to be the victors in 2021 and beyond? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, to not let this get us down, to not let us. And I think that's the, that's the thing about humanity is humanity is resilient. Yeah. You know? Um, and I, I think that's, that's even the thing about America, um, that we have a, an inbred resiliency, um, like in our genetic code, you know? Um, and it's a, it's a way of looking at the world. And those are, that's something that I think is, is truly really great about Mm -hmm. this country. Um, in the midst of all the things we've talked about, the, the need to change and all that kind of stuff too. There's, I mean, all of that, but there's this thing that there's this resiliency mm-hmm. that, that we have that, um, that if we can just tap into it together, mm-hmm. we can, we can come out of this, not surviving in it, right? Not surviving, but thriving. Like Ugh, you're, you're taking words off my website now. I know I've learned a lot from you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I have often considered that as that as angry and spiteful as we are to this COVID nineteen virus, the virus is doing exactly what it was intended to do, what it was designed to do. It is fulfilling its complete and whole mission. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's um, it is not doing um, what another virus does. It is doing what COVID nineteen does. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is dangerous to us, right? And so we're learning to figure out how to fight that, how to survive that, and all of, all of that. Um, but one thing I often talk to my clients about is, is uh, really looking into um, who the true um, essence of who you are is and tapping into that. Um, what do you love? What do you like? What, uh, what do you enjoy? What brings you life? Sure. You know, all of those things. And I think about it and I'm like, not that different than the COVID-19. It's doing exactly what it's intended to do. And look at the force it has on the entire world. Yeah. And if we did that in ourselves, we said, okay, Jess, who are you? What are you, what are you good at? What do you love to do? What makes you 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 know all of asked all those questions and then stepped into that you know could we be the world changers could we change the game could we create things that were never created before could we inspire people who need to be inspired um so i guess my conclusion is be like (laughs) covid19 It's COVID. COVID nineteen is now your hero. What would COVID nineteen do? WWC one nine D. 
it, that just went to all kinds of like fall apart analogy. But but I have to. Well, say, you lost me at, uh, at your high intense level of respect for COVID nineteen. No, I'm just saying. Oh, did I read into that? Yeah, no. I all. Honestly, did I assume? Yeah. <laughs> I get what you're saying. No, but it, there is something to be respected, even though it's dangerous to us. Yeah. It's doing exactly what it's intended to do. And it and is impersonal. Should, it is impersonal. It, yeah. It's it is, nature. It's right. impersonal. And it's just, it's just doing what it does. That's right. Yeah. And there's, I think there's something to be learned from that. Now, how we all responded as humans to this virus, what we chose to do with it, what we chose not to do with it, that isn't so impartial. But, yeah. um, but I think if I could, if I could walk into 2021 really dialed in and tapped into what makes just Jess, um, what makes, uh, me joyful to do that thing, yeah. um, you know, those kinds of things Then you know, I might have a different perspective and, uh, and honestly, COVID-19 is just going to be here. It, it, it just is now. So um, it's not about uh, trying to, to go back to before it was. It's saying, okay, how does Jess exist alongside this? And what am I going to do with that? What am I going to create? What am I going to invent? What am I going to inspire? What am, you know, what am I going to learn? What am I going to grow from it, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um. So if you were to... Um, go with what I had kind of started before we picked our drinks. Um, the what would you leave behind and what would you take with you? Oh, yeah. How would you answer that? What would you leave behind and what would you take with you? I've actually been thinking about this a lot. Uh, can I try your Mai Tai real quick, though? Yeah. You try this one, too. Okay. Because this aviation, it's a pink lemonade and gin. Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? I think yeah. we've, I think so I had this one before. Yeah, it's super sweet. So it's good, but it's kind of, it's too sweet for mm. me, really. It's a summer drink for sure. You went back to Hawaii mm. with that, didn't you? That's a good Mai Tai. Yeah. I did what? You went back to Hawaii with me in that one, right? Like mentally? <laughs> My God, that was so lost Where, on Was you. I supposed to share a moment with you? <laughs> I didn't. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, my word. Okay. I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just move on. Answer my question. The I'm other sorry. one. The other one. I'm sorry. No, it's... A, it, it's good my time. <laughs> Listen, I told you the next place I want to go with you is Mexico, but you're you want to go to well, you want to go a lot of places, but I want to go a lot of places, but I if I'm going to go to Mexico, I want to, you know, freely sit on a beach and enjoy the sun and I'm you know, I have done the COVID-19-19, <laughs> and so I would like to wait until I can. You don't want anybody to see you, is well, what you're saying. I don't want to see me right now. <laughs> so, we just have a little work to do. Oh, jeez. Okay. I know. That's okay. a load. You you went there. So. I did go there. I totally went there. Yeah. Um, and I should have known better, because we've kind of had this conversation <laughs> <Yeah>. before. <laughs> Well, this is kind of like my goldfish brain. That's that's what I've decided, by the way, <laughs> is that I have a goldfish brain. So, because they say the goldfish can only remember like two seconds worth of what was I talking about? <laughs> you forgot he wasn't funny. 
All right, so uh, <laughs> I think this will be a two-drink podcast. <laughs> so what do you? What would leave I leave behind? behind? What would I leave behind? Um, this is the, this is actually something I was going to talk about anyway, just in a little different way. Um, but the thing that I would definitely that I want to leave behind. I think I talked about I talked about this a little bit last podcast. I've been talking with you about it just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want to leave behind so much of the anger. Mm-hmm. Not all of it, because I think anger has its place. But I just feel like there's so much of this whole 2020, you know, related to the pandemic and related to, you know, the election and related to, you know, all, just all that stuff related to, I mean, just so many things. Um, where I've just been like this, like this constant churning anger, like just this kind of like, and not like overt, like I, I wasn't like, you know, hard to be around. I don't think, um, (laughs) you can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't, (laughs) not like that. I think it was just more like this underlying, like I was just angry, you know? Um, and you know, in a lot of things, I think justifiably, I think there was a lot of bullshit that, that went on. I think people did a lot of bullshit, you know, I did too. I mean, nobody's innocent of anything, but, um, but at the same time, I, um, I, I think I just, I just want to try something different. Yeah. And, and so talking about looking forward, I, I want to. Um, I want to approach the future with more intentional hopefulness. So really, really looking at that, how do we spin with this? How do we, how do we move forward into the next? How do we be a part of the bright new future um, rather than, um, you know, just being angry about everything? Now, mm-hmm. I realize as I'm saying that, that there it is loaded with white privilege. I mean, that's, so that's why I said, I don't want to let go of all of the anger. I think there are some things that we need to stay angry about. Mm-hmm. Um, those deep, deep, you know, racial justice issues. Um, those, uh, you know, the sexual spectrum justice issues the it was not sexual um anyway i think you know what i'm saying um the uh um yeah the gender justice issues um you know immigration justice issues all of those things that Mm -hmm. really i mean a lot there's a lot of things that came to the surface you know, mm-hmm. and again, I'm not saying it wasn't, hasn't been there all along. I'm just saying that there's some things that came to the surface in a new light, in a new way this year in mm-hmm. the midst of everything else too. Right. And I think that, uh, that there's, there's an anger that needs to remain for that. I'm not letting go of that. That'll, that keeps us on our toes. That keeps us not losing sight of, you know, what we need to stay engaged in and the things that we need to be working towards together collectively, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Um, I think it's, uh, 
it's it's more about for me letting go of some of the anger of um, of those who are um, who I consider to be intentionally and willfully ignorant, mm-hmm. who are just going to believe whatever they're going to believe because that's what they want to believe, right? Um, and not wasting time trying to convert them yeah. <laughs> or show them a different way of thinking. Just get on with a new way. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, If I were to answer with you with what you just described and you with the question posed what would you leave behind what would you take with you I actually think I'm hearing you say I would leave behind anger and I would take with me anger like Hmm. the right you leave behind the right amount of anger that was spurred on by all of the um inhumane ways people have been um the willfulness like you said but you take with you the anger that spurs justice forward um so that good righteous anger for lack of better words um that says i will be um motivated and fueled to still stand for justice but that raw almost open wound like anger um i want to leave behind um yeah, sure and that intentionality towards hope and towards peace um towards uh an optimistic future towards new um we don't get there without some kind of kick in the booty <laughs> you know that's saying yeah. hey there is a reason behind this and so i almost hear you saying that that as you've experienced this year, um, it we all needed to go there. We needed to be really angry about the things that have happened in 2020. Um, they were buried for a long time, and many of us were not seeing them, and we needed to see. And because we have seen, if we don't take that little bit with us, we will close that door to, to good um, hopeful change. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that that works. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a negative either. I mean, I think when you said that there's a place for anger, a right place for anger, I think, I think that's true as long as we are um, mindful of what its motivation is and what its intended outcome should be. Right. Right. Yeah. What about you? Um. I would like to leave behind my impatience Hmm. with the process of... um, Oh, that's tough. Yeah, it is tough. That's why I would like to leave it behind. I'm not saying that I have yet, but um, I've become very impatient with... Now that I see these things, A, B, C, whatever they are, I become very impatient that others can't see that. Um, it's not about agreeing with my opinion or anything like that. This is really more in tune with the justice issues, you know? Um, so I, I would love to be able to leave behind the impatience because I think it, there needs to be more patience on my part for the process. Yeah. Um, and that's, 
that's a difficult one for me. Um, it's the impatience, I think, holds me back from hope. Mm. Um, so if I stay there too long, I won't be hopeful about the future and of what forward could be. So my uh, antidote to that has been uh, beautiful human stories. So the more that I see and hear and read of stories of human behavior that are just steeped in love or justice, um, the more I um, can step out of the impatience and into something uh, more long-suffering, you know, something more um, hopeful because I get a glimpse of who we are capable of being versus the, the ugly parts that are very obvious in our community right now. So, yeah, that's what I would leave behind. What would I take with me? Yeah. What do you intend to take with you? Yeah, sight. Hmm. Um, this year, 2020, gave us the opportunity to see things we hadn't seen before. And I want to keep seeing things I haven't seen before. So I, I want to keep learning. Um, I want to keep listening um, to humans and their stories, but in ways that uh, teach me something that I didn't know before or ground me to a level of empathy I didn't have before. So I, I want to keep seeing. Um, I think 2020 was, was a big lesson for me in, oh my gosh, Jess, you don't know anything. Like, in not in a self-deprecating kind of way, but in a very, wow, my vantage point was so limited. Mm. And so I don't ever want to go back to that. I want to, to keep making that view bigger and bigger. Sure. So, yeah. I also want to camp a lot more <laughs> in 2021. <laughs> I'd yeah. like to take that forward. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of of seeing, you know, (laughs) like to see new things. Mm -hmm. Um, um, No, I think that's um, that's profound um, because I think there's a there's a part of that that is so important to retain any kind of hope is to continually be on the lookout to Mm -hmm. to constantly be looking for. To, to see, to, to see more clearly, to see, you know, what can be over the hill or around the bend or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it might be, you know, um, that I think that there's, there's something very powerful to that. And it doesn't happen oftentimes when we are in very difficult times, because it's like, you know, running down a, you know, a narrow, rocky mountain path your focus is on your feet so you don't trip over a mm-hmm. rock or a, right. or a tree root or something and go flipping down the side of the hill right um and so a lot of times in in difficult terrain like we've all been living in we lose sight of what could be just over the hill what could be around the bend what what you know the glory of the of the sunrise, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever, the beauty of the surrounding nature or whatever else it might be. Right. right? Um, and so 
intentionally lifting our eyes to be able to look at, wait a second, it's not all rocks and roots. Mm-mm. You know, um, there's some really beautiful landscape here. There's some really beautiful sights right. to be seen. There's, there's more people with us here. There's more, you know, all of that kind of thing. Um, that's powerful. Well, and I, I think, too, that um, <clears throat> the other gift that um, COVID uh, or living in a pandemic has given us, um, some have embraced it more than others, is the sacrificial ability to love my neighbor, not knowing what sits there for them. Mm. Um, my coworker or my neighbor or somebody in the grocery store doesn't know if I have a high-risk family member. But erring on the side that they do and saying, I'm going to treat you um, with a full amount of love and respect that I can. Yeah, yeah. Um, because you might. Um, because I don't know your story, I'm going to offer you the most of what I can in loving you as my neighbor. Yeah. Um, that is something, those who have tapped into that, it's, it is beautiful to experience, to be a part of, to live side by side with. And, um, and that uh, is something that I hope um, more of us can take away from 2020 is that I've had to wrestle with what does it mean to love my neighbor. Uh, nobody is exempt from that sure. question, yeah. right? Um, how, what we choose to do with it is, a, is, is our respons- personal responsibilities. But um, I think this is the first time where I have really realized that the decisions that I make as a human being um, down to the simplicity of washing my hands directly affects my community. And that's, um, in, in a way, it's kind of polarizing because in one sense, I've never felt more like a community member. And on the other hand, I've... More separated. <laughs> more separated at the same time, right? Right, um, right. So... Um, so I think I will, I will never look at that concept of what it means to love my neighbor the same way as they did it after going through a pandemic um, or being in the middle of. We're not done yet. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> we so. may be switching over in the calendar. But we're, n- we're not no, switching over no. in a pandemic. I just I read today that we are one in one thousand. I actually, I shouldn't even quote that because I can't remember um, now if that was um, one in 1,000 deaths or one in 1,000 um, uh, contracted cases. So just, you know, forget I said that. But <laughs> but the reality is, sure. is that we're at that, we're at that point where, um, where it is critical in who we are, who we choose to be, um, who we choose to be January 1st, 2021. Um, is going to have a direct impact on who we're going to be in January 2nd, 2021. That it matters. That the world we live in, it matters who we are. You know, this is is kind of touching on something else that we've been talking a lot about. And, you know, we've we've been, we're always, you know, dreaming, brainstorming Mm -hmm. projects together and, you know, that kind of thing. It's part of what I love about us. And, um, you know, one of the things we've been talking about is just how do we even 
approach life? How do we even approach belief system? How do we even, yeah. not system, how do we approach belief? Right. You know? Yeah, let's explain system. Yeah. How do we approach, you know, what we think about anything, you know, and, and therefore, how does it, how does it play out how we live and act in life and all that kind of stuff? And, and that's one of the things that, um, that you and I have really embraced and, you know, I'm not going to say we live by it flawlessly. Mm -hmm. We, we are full of our own mistakes. Um, full of it. <laughs> yes. Um, <clears throat> there's something about these drinks that's making my throat. You're doing the same thing. Yeah. Like we're both like really. <clears throat> Cause they're really sweet. Is that what it is? It's yeah. the sugar. It's the okay. sugar. Yeah. It's making me, it's okay. making me phlegmy. I know. I'm like I should getting, probably, I I'm should probably edit that out because it's gross. <laughs> I'm getting oh, uh, so like this raspy voice and I'm like, either this is a good thing or I should yeah. know, stop drinking. I'm interpreting it as my low sexy voice, but really it's my phlegmy disgusting <laughs> voice. My gurgly phlegmy disgusting. Can you stop saying that word? I'll start using the word moist. Don't. Don't ever say that again. Never again. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, there is something about these drinks. We should polish them off and crack another one. I know. I'm, one. I'm, trying, I'm trying to finish it off so that we can move we on can to... Um, um, not that I'll there's any sugar in, in the, the rest of those. No, but uh, I am I am that old-fashioned. I'll tell you what. I figured you would. Yeah. I'm going jalapeno. These are cool ice cubes. I like these round ice cubes. Yeah. Ooh, that's jingle a sharp bells, sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like uh, I like the jingle it makes. Okay, so okay, I'm what are you do gonna have? Jalapeno pineapple margarita. Ooh, I definitely have to just sip that. Oh one, yeah. But I'm imagining it's gonna be really sweet again. So there we go. Yeah, you open it too close to the mic. It is so sharp. <laughs> There, I, I did it the mine. same distance away. My mine must be a yeah, hotter mic. I muffled mic. mine. Yeah, yeah. Your mic is pretty hot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Can you do that in your phlegmy voice for me? I don't know. That was my sexy voice. <laughs> sexy. I prefer, I prefer the phlegmy version. So sexy. <laughs> oh, there we go. Hey, here's to another one. <laughs> Guess what? This conversation is about to get real fucking interesting. <laughs> okay, so my mom's sitting here, and I can't tell if she's just like, oh, my God, what did I do? Or she's trying really hard not to laugh, and she thinks we're hilarious. Oh, I'm sure it's hilarious. <laughs> I'm sure she thinks we're hilarious, because I do. How could she not? Oh, my gosh, this smells like... Jalapenos. It actually smells... Yeah, it smells like the Arizona desert. <coughs> Smell it. All right. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> I haven't tried it. You don't like it? Um, I wouldn't say that's my favorite. Oh, my God. It's like drinking a tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You don't like it either? It's, um... Yeah, I feel like I just stuck a tree in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to try it, Mom? 
Okay. <laughs> Don't yank your headphones out. Um, well, it's it's jalapeno pineapple margarita. I mean, it's got so many things going on in it. Oh, that's a face. <laughs> Well, you can crack another one. Well, you don't have anything to pour it in. You can just uh, work on my old-fashioned with me. Yeah. I don't know. If I get desperate, I might come there. If I drink enough of your old-fashioned, it might become appealing again. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like it's not supposed to be. It's, yeah, it's, well, it, I taste all the things they say. I taste the jalapeno. I taste the pineapple. I taste the margarita. It's just, uh, it's a little, but it's super sweet, too, and I guess that, that's what's throwing know. me. Maybe I just need to give some space from the Mai Tai. I mean... Or take a drink of the old... If I had my choice... It's a good old-fashioned. I'd rather go to Hawaii than Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is a good old-fashioned. In Arizona, you get the palm trees and the sand and not the ocean. (laughs) Yeah. There's nothing left there that I want to see that I couldn't see somewhere else in the world. I spent 30 years there and I'm good. Yeah. Okay. This is, I mean, we're off on a way far tangent, but that's totally okay. It's Uh, sacred space, honey. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I do miss the smell of the rain there. Oh yeah. The, the rain in the Arizona desert. And I haven't smelled it like that anywhere else. It's, it's something um, very unique that I miss. And when it, when I have experienced it, like going back for things, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty awesome, and then the sunsets. Yes, of all the places I've been throughout the world, there there, there is nothing like Arizona sunsets. No, the colors, the uh, they they happen at the same time every night, every year, or every month, every day of the year. Yep. Yep. There is no three thirty sunset like we have right now. <laughs> so over 3:30 that. Three thirty is a little. Early. No, actually, no, maybe in some is. spots, depending on where the what part of the hill you're on. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I will say I I don't miss living in Arizona at all. Right. Sometimes I miss certain. Uh, there's things I miss about you know, Arizona. Things that I miss is that um, you could. As much as I have enjoyed embracing each season here in the Pacific Northwest, because I yeah. really do enjoy that, I also love that there is no preparing for the next season. Right. Right? So you can actually exist in, you know, just kind of your home is in a way that you can exist in all the seasons. Uh, sure. You don't take your patio, patio furniture inside and out and, you know, right. do that kind of thing. So right. there's some of that where I'm still... Um, you know, 30 years of Arizona is still sitting inside of me going, why do we have to do these things to get to the next season? But I do something I never had in Arizona that is absolutely beautiful here in Spokane is the fall. I've never yeah. lived anywhere where the fall is as spectacular as I think um, uh, Spokane is. Now, it may, I've never lived on the East Coast, so I imagine that would be really pretty too. Um, but I'm, I think I'm finally at that point I'm kind of over winter yeah you've been waiting for me to get there I have really been yeah so I'm because I am that. way over winter yeah um like I I actually think I enjoyed winter more in McCall um because it was full-on like beautiful sunshine kind of winter the storm came in the storm left and it it there was stuff to do in the winter here it's just gray and so I really don't sure. enjoy 
the inland northwest um, winter. Um, but I, I kind of just, I don't know. I just <laughs> crave something, something else in the winter so bad. Oof. Yeah, I am just looking forward. Forward. There's forward that word. to the time when we are filthy fucking rich. Oh yeah, and it's gonna just, come from the podcast. I'm sure. Yes, it is. Absolutely. I didn't mean to laugh there. It is. And yeah. <laughs> we're going to, we'll have our houses in all the best climates. Houses. Yeah. And we'll just go to the house where the climate is the best mm. and just keep just rotating around. I think I'm really okay without a house. I just want to travel for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go. That's fine too. I want to take you back to Africa. Um, so yeah. bad. It like aches in me lately. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I got this, um, a direct message, a DM from um, Simon, whose uh, place we stayed at. Oh, right, 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 In right. Tanzania. And um, he's the one who has the fastest descent, uh, ascent and descent of Kilimanjaro. And Un- unaided. Unaided, yeah. yes, I should say that. And, um, and he lives there in Tanzania, and he uh, operates this beautiful space that we um, lived at. We... Um, got to make coffee with them. We, I got to meet his bees. I mean, it was just like this um, beautiful stepping into his world, and he's just uh, story after story after story. Yeah. And um, and so he DM'd me, um, just kind of reconnecting after all of that. We share a birthday, and I mean, like literal to the day birthday. So we've seen the same, same age and everything. Yeah. Same year. Yeah. yeah. And so we've seen the same life, but from two different continents. So it was really interesting to kind of go there with, you know, that conversation while we were in Africa. But yeah. he, um, you know, he, they're directly affected by the tourism with COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Um, but I so, uh, just that quick little conversation with him made me want to take you there so bad. Mm-hmm. Meet him, meet his bees, and now his earthworms. And <laughs> just this <laughs> beautiful uh, uh, way that he has interacting with his community and how he's worked to, um, you know, create beautiful life for people in Tanzania. So um, I w- that's the part of travel that I really want to be able to do again. That is my hope at the end of all of this is yeah. to to go find and be part, step into people's stories um, the way they live, the culture that they um, experience, look at life the way that they look at it, and what can I take with me from that? Um, you know, maybe I'll find one of them that I that we just go, yeah, let's just let's just stay a while, right? Right. Um, but I, for now, we've also discussed how that looks might look more like what do we get to see in the state of Washington. You know, and yeah. uh, we can't stop dreaming. So maybe we dream more locally, although there have been places we've wanted to see for a long time in the state of Washington. But um, to really allow that to be our 2021 um, experience is let's see a place we've never seen before on a camping trip. On a, yeah. You know, something. So, yeah, I'm I'm totally down for that this year um, and totally down for really thoughtfully planning it out too. Yeah. Which, you know, isn't a strong suit of us, you know, (laughs) planning out, you know, 
Um, and we did we did better last year, but I know. don't think anybody got to plan much in 2021. It's I true. think that kind of went out the window. Yeah, or, I mean, sorry, 2020. Yeah, you're still looking too much forward. You know, when you <laughs> <laughs> something. Um, um, yeah, no, I I think that uh, um, just being again really intentional about what it is that we want. And I, but what it is we want to see, what it is we want to do, what it, where we want to explore, that sort of mm-hmm. thing. You know, finding new things, seeing more. I mean, I, you know, I I think in, in intentionality is something that I would say I want to take forward as well. Um, it's, a, it's this thing that's been like, just like so strong in my mm-hmm. mind, you know, um, in regards to all of the things is just being very deliberate, very intentional. You know, um, and it's it's affected me in lots of areas of my life. You know, um, I have become very intentional in my marketing of my new real estate practice. You know, I've become very intentional about staying in touch with people that, you know, are new and newer and old friends, mm-hmm. you know, during this time that I that I've always kind of lived in a way that was just kind of like. When I when we connect, we connect. But now being very intentional about making sure I'm connecting with with certain people, at least on a monthly basis, you know. Um, very intentional about making a plan for what, you know, what camping trips we want to take. Because mm-hmm. camping's, a, you know, going out in our, in our trailer, in our R-pod, you know, was a big deal to us, you know. Yeah. Um, being very intentional about how I am in our home, mm-hmm. you know, um, we've had lots of conversations about that yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> and, um, and wanting to be, um, positive in our home and, and, you know, uplifting, encouraging, you know, that sort right. of thing in the midst of all this. Um, it, it just again, like all these different areas of life being very intentional, um, which is, um, kind of like what I was saying before we, you know, broke into another drink, um, <laughs> something that, you know, we have been talking about, you know, a developing a project around too that we could share yeah. with others, um, invite others into. And that is just, you know, how do we approach intentional thought, you know, mm. um, how do we. How do we look at our lives and how, how we act, how we think, what, our, what we believe, what our belief systems are, all of those kinds of things, our politics, our faith, or all of those things, and, and be willing to dive in to say, how did we arrive here? Yeah. And be, be very brutally truthful and honest about how did we arrive here? You know, yeah. so that we can be intentional in what we want to think, be, believe next. Right. Right. We're not victims of our belief systems. Well, right. I, I believe these things, therefore I act this way. Right. But instead, I want to live and act in a certain way as a human being, as a member of my community, as a member of my family, as a member, you know, whatever it might be. Therefore I'm intentional about my belief systems through intentional thought. 
yeah. you know, and, um, and it's just a, it's just a thing that's really been like, like this flashing light in my brain. Like, this is really important, you know? Well, I, th- I think for some of us, we have, um, we get, we raise, we, we come into a structure. Uh, it can be cultural, um, social, uh, religious, all, all of the above. And we just do that thing because that is what we know, right? Right. Um, you enter into a year like we've had in 2020 and you really have to put all of that back up on the table again and say, okay, why do I go along with this? Why do I do this thing every year at this time? Why do I interact with my community this way? We have to, we have to give answers to the whys. Well, I think what's really interesting is I think that what we have discovered in a, in a year of a pandemic like this, when, everything has been shaken up, right? Mm -hmm. Is we discover belief systems. Yeah. Like I didn't know I believe this way, but I have this emotional strong reaction to a certain. Do you think that's the pandemic or do you think that's the opportunity pandemic gave for racial justice issues? I mean, I think that's one thing. I'm not talking about just racial justice issues though. I'm, I'm, but I am specifically saying that there is something about having all of the norms shaken. Yeah. And it wasn't just the pandemic. I mean, my God, 2020 was a fucking roller coaster. Yeah. It, the, the pandemic brought a whole different kind of uh, focus, like a laser focus on it. But yeah. I mean, again, we had a lot of things going on this year. There it's were kind of, a it was, lot of things going it on. It really was a space where everything collided. So when you look at, you know, when you were talking about, you know, all the things that you believe and um, uh, the, the word that comes to mind for me is alignment, is what I believe and how I live matching up. Yeah. So, okay. So here's a, here's a, an example. Okay. Early on in the year, and this wasn't pandemic related. This just happened to be happened to coincide. So two things kind of overlap here, but it again it draws a special kind of focus to it. So um, you have the uh, the very unfortunate and criminal killings of a number of black people, like that just that became very evident to everybody. And then in through all of this, the whole BLM movement like spikes. Right. Okay. So again, not that nothing started here. Nothing. No. You know, it's been going on for a long time, but there's an awareness that spikes in the middle of all this. Right. Right. And and this was, you know, much earlier in the year, but very early on in the whole pandemic. Actually that happened during the shutdown. Yeah. Early on. Yeah. 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 But it was early on. (laughs) early. (laughs) Yeah, still. Okay. I know. Okay. So people started having emotional reactions to that. Yeah. So, and, you know, and let's just say for very gross generalization, it was for or against. Yeah. Right. Um, And then you've got a whole group of people too, that were kind of like, well, of course, you know, police shouldn't be killing innocent black people, but we shouldn't be burning our our cities either. 
right? Okay, so you've got you've got these very again gross generalization these these emotional responses to all this that's going on. Okay, that is identifying belief systems. Yeah. That you may or may not have realized were inherent in you. Mm-hmm. And so, if 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 one was prone to react towards the protesting and even the violence, you know, that are, that came from, from some of the protesting with, now, come on, I know things are bad, but you shouldn't be doing this, okay? There is a belief system that is, that is like rooted in racism mm-hmm. that comes to light in that that you need to pay attention to. And you need... And, and this is an opportunity for someone to say, wait a second, why am I having an emotional reaction in this way? Mm-hmm. Why am I more emotionally charged up that there's rioting, quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes here, rioting going on than I was emotionally charged up that innocent black people were being murdered by the police? Yeah. If I was more emotionally charged up by the rioting than I was murder, there's, an, there's some roots of, at least some roots. I'll just say that. At least some roots of racism there. And if, and if I don't identify that and say, wait, 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 wait. Is that a belief system that I want to hold on to? Mm-hmm. You know? Or is that, or, well, that's just the way things are. Well, if you approach it with, that's just the way things are, then you are engaging in willful ignorance. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I say that there's all kinds of things that were that presented themselves during this time. That was just one example yeah. of lots of things that happened this year. That uh, and, I, and I use that example because almost everyone can identify with some kind of reaction right. to right. you know to to that nobody whole, was neutral in that. Yeah. No, there was no neutral. Right. Yeah. Um, that is an opportunity to identify belief system and then make a decision as to whether or not I want to be the person who continues with that belief system or changes that belief system because I cannot live contrary to my beliefs. And so when my beliefs present themselves, I need to engage with them and determine if that's the kind of person I want to be. Those are the kind of conversations we're wanting yeah. to start having with people. Or and, and think, again, not just in not in any one area. Right. But but my God, this covers racism, it covers uh uh church, it covers faith, it covers uh politics, it covers uh community, uh, community. it covers, you know, sexual identity, um gender identity. Um, it, marriage relationships, marriage relationships. I mean, relationships, yeah. we keep going on yeah, and yeah, on yeah. and on, you know, uh, climate change, like right. literally everything it covers mm-hmm. everything. And so do we want to wait for these things to happen that expose our beliefs and then we're forced to deal with them or ignore them? Or is there, can, can there be an opportunity for us to um, inspect our beliefs mm-hmm. 
-hmm. and go, hey, wait a second. I see something. Nothing has triggered an, an this to flare up yet. Mm -hmm. But I recognize something there, and I don't want to live a life in accordance with that belief system. And so, therefore, um, I, I'm going to choose to deal with it before there's a flare-up and I start and I start flaring up in a road rage moment, right? Right. <laughs> we Brian used to say that. Um, our you know pastor from well, it's a long time ago now. <laughs> yeah, it's getting longer ago. Than used to say that uh, you know you don't have time to think about what would Jesus do when someone cuts you off on the freeway, right? <laughs> so if you're the kind of person who uh, who is a who is prone to road rage, then you're just going to rage in that in that instance. If you're the kind of person who is um, forgiving and gentle and loving, peaceful, you know those kinds of things, then you will not road rage in that moment. But when the moment happens, is not the time to figure w out what w your belief system is. Yourself, yeah. <laughs> it's not your time yeah. to think about it. You should think about it before that happens, well, right? The 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 beauty and yet it's a double-edged sword. The beauty and the disadvantage with what we have all experienced in 2020 is that uh like you said, those uh core beliefs, core values of ourselves rise to the surface. They come out whether we want to see them or not. And we are faced with these these moments of, "Oh my gosh, what do I believe about this thing. And that can be so emotionally charged because everyone around us, family, community, uh, you, the whole entire U.S. Um, is going through the same thing. And there's a lot of voices being expressed right. at that time. So the, the tragedy of America is that we pick a side. We always pick a side. Rather than being able to be um, willing to be deep enough thinkers um, that we can land in many places. Right. Because that's where um, our core values take us, right? So when we come into these moments where the tragedies of 2020 happen and we're faced with who we are, it's very emotionally charged. And that is prime opportunity for our defenses to go up. Right. To protect ourselves, to protect our pride, to protect our vulnerability. Um, so what we've talked about creating is a space where that that doesn't exist. The emotional charge doesn't exist. But the safe space to be able to work out, okay, let's talk about this. How are you interacting with this? You say you believe this, but what you're actually doing is this. Are you, are you consistent with who you are in your belief system? Are you consistent with your thinking process and how you get to those conclusions? Um, to be able to create a space that is absent of the emotional charge that the circumstance, that the crisis creates um, could be a beautiful opportunity for growth for um, self-development, um, for really good conversation that grows us all 
I think that's what I'm excited about. I look forward to conversations in 2021 that challenge me in a, in a method that doesn't make me defensive, mm. you know, because once my defenses are up, y- you just, you just go into defense mode. You just protect whatever it is. Even if you don't really agree with what right. it is you're protecting, right. you just do that. And I would love for really clear, open thought um, to evaluate the consistency of our thinking and our belief systems um, so that we can come out the other side going, no, this is why I'm taking a stand. This is why I'm walking down to downtown Spokane and I am standing there with my mask on um, at a BLM protest. There is a reason behind it, not just because I'm emotionally charged, but because something is so grounded in my value system that this is an uh, expected response of that. Um, It isn't something that I question because it is a part of who I am. Um, I think that's missing in America. I think we've been spoon-fed a lot of things, everything from our history books to... Um, to the interpretations of the Bible. I mean, you go the gamut between all of that, and there's a lot of information we're just given, um, but not a lot of um, exploration of those to understand if that's really where I land right. or if I really align with that. Um, I, I think America could be a beautiful space if people were settled and genuine in what it was that they believed about the world, um, we wouldn't be so defensive. We'd just be, okay, okay, I hear you. That's something I might take in and consider. Right. But we're not, <laughs> we're not there. We're just holding on to our land boundaries, right? Like, right. I own this thought. I own this belief. I own this territory I own my right to this. And that's how we perceive, that's how we um, play out our faith. That's how we play out our politics. That's how we play out our community involvement. Um, I think we're, I think we're better humans than that. Yeah. I can see you're winding down. You haven't even finished the old fashioned. I drank more of it than you did. You did not. I think I did. No, that is an incorrect belief system. I think she almost snorted. (laughs) No. Um, I think that... uh, Before you tie us up, because I can see it on your face and I see you looking at the computer, it's a time thing for you and you're so stuck on that freaking time thing. No, we've gone way over time and it doesn't bother me at all. Okay, I would say this. This is a nine thing for me. (laughs) As we're going into 2021, though, I want to ask you this. What is it personally, selfishly, I don't care. What is it that you want for you in 2021? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Jesus. What do you, what do you, what do you have? What do you have in the works in your, in your dream process, in your, in your efforts, in the overflow of who you are, what do you have that you want to see happen in 2021? Okay, that is a that is a crazy personal question. <laughs> it's a, 
Um, it's sacred space. Honey. Yeah, I understand. Um, they could go a number of ways, actually. Um, I know you're about evolving and moving with what happens, but right now in this moment before we hit the new year, what is it that, that you are looking to see happen for you? Um, okay, so there are the, there is the whole evolving end of the spectrum. Right. Where I, I, I want to intentionally grow and develop in some certain ways and, right. and some things. Um, and then there is the, you know, and, and again, you and I have talked about this a lot. I just want more time with you. Mm. I want more time working on projects together that are, that are things that we're passionate about and that we both love and that we can invite other people into and, and that sort of thing. Um, if I'm really honest, <laughs> I want some success in some areas too. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been working hard at trying to reinvent myself in a, and I hesitate to even use, you know, like career words, words yeah. but, but kind of that. Yeah. But there's, there's a part <clears throat> of that that's all tied to this too, where, you know, we got, we got stuff to pay for, you know? <laughs> and so I want some success. Um, in some of these endeavors too, but it, but these are, but everything that I'm doing in that realm, I really enjoy too. So I want the success because I enjoy it also, you know? So there's this, there's, I mean, there's, and then I I guess the thing that, that I want to become more comfortable with in all of this is that there's no delineation between those things that wanting success and wanting to be able to, you know, be somewhat financially secure and wanting to, you know, grow emotionally and, and, you know, spiritually, you know, all, all of those kinds of things, um, in our justice efforts, all of that, it's all the same thing. Mm-hmm. So anyway. And you want to sell some houses. Yeah. I want to sell some houses among some other things, you know? Yeah. Um, I'd love more people to listen to this podcast. Yeah. I'd love to, you know, I'd really love the, what we just talked about. I'd really love to get that off the ground and yeah. invite some people into it because it's, I think it's really good. Yeah. I think it would be really helpful to some people, but I'd like, I'd like to add it to our portfolio of, you know, what we do for financial stability too. I mean, all the things, yeah. you know, all yeah. the things. Um, yeah. Okay. So listen, I, <laughs> now this isn't just me checking out. This is me getting a warning on my laptop. The battery's about to go dead. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you should answer the question, and I I think we'll have enough time. Okay, we'll see. (laughs) Um, I really really want to help women become um, truth to themselves. Hmm. So um, I want to create things in 2021 that provides environment for women to do that, to rise out of systems and ideology that hold them back from being who they are. Um, So that's what I'm going to work on in 2021. Um, And I want, I would like to be successful in it. Yeah. I I would like to be able to be successful enough that you and I can continue to work on these projects that, are non monetary. <laughs> um, the things yeah. that we love we love to do too. Um, but 
if I'm really honest, I'm really tired. Um, I'm working on my business and I'm working a full-time job and I'm, I'm really tired. Yeah. Um, 2020 has taken an exhaustion toll on me um, and left self-care on the back burner. And so success to me in 2021 would be to flip that scale a bit. Yeah. Um, but Absolutely. Yeah. But I would like to do it in a way that, you know, what brings me life is seeing women come alive to mm. themselves, you know, to see all the beauty that has always been there in them and be able to step out in it. Yeah. And so that's the work that I want to do. Um, and... Uh, to me, that is a justice issue. So yeah. that's fulfilling, you know, my personal um, value system. Um, and I want to see, I want to see more than indoors. <laughs> you know, I want to I- expand my uh, viewpoint and experience the outdoors more this year and experience um, more people and more stories. Yeah. Um, but I'm with you. I'd like it to be successful enough that it supports our family. We're yeah. coming in on a close of a year of, um, you know, the, the support from unemployment and all of those things um, coming to a close. And, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, 2020 could get 2021 could get scarier than 2020 for us. So I, I look forward to that. And I look forward to a covid vaccine. Hmm. I yes. will take it. I will do it. Yeah. Because I want to be part of moving not just myself forward, but my community forward. Yeah. So I look forward to that. Yeah. So there you go. Is your battery still on? Yeah, we're still recording. Okay. Yay. <laughs> okay. Because I still didn't get to the other drink, but I think I almost finished yours. So. I don't know why you're saying that. I think I'm I've literally drank now. most of it myself. <laughs> okay, there's quite a bit there. Don't cuss. <laughs> okay. Anyway, it's been, you know what, for whatever 2020 has been, I'm glad 2020 I did it has you. been an incredible year with you. Yeah. Yeah. And so I. You have been the best house husband a girl could ask for. <laughs> Seriously, you <laughs> filled in all the gaps while I, I did what I, I needed am a to house do. Husband. Yes. And yeah. you are the sexiest feminist I have <laughs> ever met. <laughs> yep. So I yep. love who we have evolved to at the end of this year. I do too. And I look forward to what evolving can look like without all the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. In 2021. I, I, don't, I don't think we'll stop drinking, though. No. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know. We might take a little detox We've talked about avenue, doing a, little, but a detox for a period. But that's food and everything. Food that's like and just, everything. That's like yeah, a cleanse. Mm, yeah. yeah. But our podcast will still host some kind of drink, yes, whether absolutely. it is virgin <laughs> or not. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Anyway. All right. Well, here's to an amazing 2021 to you. And to anyone who should come across this podcast. Yeah. Um, and I look forward to a whole new slate of things Yee. in 2021. I think yeah. it'll be amazing. Yeah? Yeah. Right on.